0: Bill O'Reilly here. Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The country bracing for the most expensive Thanksgiving in history. Joe Biden unveils his new plan for gender equity. The Pentagon confirms hundreds of Americans remain trapped in Afghanistan. The FDA moves forward on COVID vacs for young children. Also ahead, the decline of religion in America. But first, Thanksgiving shaping up to be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday. Shortages raising the price of poultry, pumpkin pie, corn, sweet potatoes, stuffing. Even aluminum roasting pans are now hard to find. Turkey producer Butterball urging folks with big freezers to grab the birds now. And the cost of a turkey already up 25% per pound compared to last year. The Biden administration unveiling its plan to promote gender equity. According to the White House, the program will make the economy more equitable for women and people of color. The 42-page report also calls for the elimination of cash bail across the country. That policy allegedly harms black women. The Treasury Department announcing a new position, the Counselor for Racial Equity. This is just more woke insanity, as Joe Biden remains the most liberal president ever. The U.S. military telling Congress nearly 450 Americans remain behind in Afghanistan. The number includes 196 who want to get out, 243 who wish to stay. That figure is significantly higher than earlier reports from the State Department. The White House promising to evacuate citizens through third parties like the British government and the U.N. Latest polls show most Americans directly blame President Biden for the debacle in Afghanistan. A panel at the FDA recommending Pfizer's COVID vax for kids. About 28 million children between the ages of 5 and 11 will soon be able to receive the injections. Five million Americans under the age of 18 have contracted COVID. 700 have died. I do not believe the young kids will be mandated to get the Pfizer vax. If President Biden or the local officials do that, there will be a revolution in America. In a moment, is religion dying right in front of our eyes? Right back.
1: Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org.
0: Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, the decline of religion in America. Why is that happening? In 1999, not that long ago, 70% of us went to a church, synagogue, or mosque on a regular basis. Today, that number has fallen to 47%. At the same time, the number of Americans with no religious affiliation whatsoever is rising. Here are some facts based upon a Pew survey that was taken two years in a row, 19 and 20. 65% of American adults now describe themselves as Christians, down from 77% in 2009. 43% of U.S. adults identify as Protestant. 20% say they are Catholic. That's down three points since 2009. 6% of Americans are Hindu. 2.4% Jewish. 1% Muslim. Atheist, agnostic, or nothing in particular now stands at 26%, up from 17% in 2009. 50% of young Americans ages 13 to 25 say religion does not engage them at all. So why is this all happening? In my opinion, the main reason are the clerics, the priests, the rabbis, the ministers. I can only speak to the Catholic Church because I do go to Mass every Sunday, but I rarely hear a sermon that applies Christian theology the words of Jesus, the Gospels, or anything like that, to the modern world. At Mass, there are three readings from the Bible, two epistles, one Gospel. They were written thousands of years ago. The priest is supposed to make the Scripture relevant to the lives of the congregants, so we're sitting there Listening to the priest, we want to know how all the things that happened in the time of Jesus can help us today. Are you kidding me? That never happens. I shouldn't say never. I've heard a few good sermons in the last two or three years, but not many. I didn't hear anything about COVID, I didn't hear anything about the secularization of America. I don't hear about how the progressive left, socialism, woke culture, cancel culture, I don't hear anything on how that may apply to Christian theology. So what we get is a reiteration of what happened in the gospel. But those who attend church regularly know that. We know about the mustard seed. It fell on fallow ground. Okay. We understand that in order to gain heaven or to gain everlasting happiness, we on earth have to behave in a very positive way. But it's how to do that that is vital in the churches, mosques, and synagogues. That doesn't happen very much. And therefore, younger people and Americans who are not really steeped in a religion are just chucking it out the window. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more Honest News analysis, please go to BillO'Reilly.com in a moment. Something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world Now the O'Reilly update brings you something you might not know. Legendary comedian Mel Brooks announcing his latest project this week. The funny guy will write and produce a new series on Hulu, a sequel to his 1981 film History of the World Part 1. This will be Part 2. The 95-year-old comedian is certainly a genius. It was provided laughs throughout the world. Here is the story of Mel Brooks. Born Melvin Kaminsky in Brooklyn on June 28, 1926, his early life was marked by tragedy. His father died shortly after Mel's second birthday, leaving his family in dire financial straits. Said the comic later in life, quote, there's an outrage here. I may be angry at God or at the world for that, and I'm sure a lot of my comedy is based on anger and hostility." I learned to clothe it in comedy to spare myself psychological problems, unquote. When Mel was nine, his uncle, a taxi driver, was given free tickets to a Broadway show, and he took the boy. Brooks then told his uncle on the ride home he was going into show business. Before he could get on the stage, young Melvin was drafted into the army in 1944. He served as a corporal, diffusing landmines across Europe and fighting the Nazis at the Battle of the Bulge. When asked to comment on his time in the war, Brooks famously said, I was a combat engineer. The two things I hate most are combat and engineering. After returning from World War II, Mel Brooks developed a few successful TV programs like Get Smart. He moved to L.A., launched a series of Hollywood hits that include the biggest comedies of all time, The Producers, Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, Spaceballs, and others. During his career, Mel Brooks won an Oscar, four Emmys, three Grammys, three Tonys. And here's something else you might not know. Mel's new series isn't his only project. Brooks will appear in three new movies next year 2022 at age 95 he's flaunting it to quote the producer max bialystok the producers in my opinion the funniest movie ever made back after this this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always... Looking out for you.